Welcome to the Brotatoes Podcast, Episode 3. I'm your host, Parrish Rinstillwagon. With me, as always, the trusty and true Jason Bassett. Hey, hey Bassett. Hey, hey. Hey, and Justin Kaminsky. Yo, 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 yo. Hey. So we got a lot to talk about this episode. We had a few uh, notable releases, including A Plague Tale, uh, which is very interesting. Have you guys heard of this one? Oh, I actually haven't. So I, I just watched a review over this and uh, it, it's a whole narrative game. So it looks similar to like if you enjoyed Hellblade, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, something that you'd sink into. But it has these like hordes of rats that you use uh, to like uh, kill enemies. They serve as puzzles, uh, stuff like that. It, it's really interesting looking. I just, um, I, I'm, I'm kind of afraid to play it because of those those rats. Those rats, oh, yeah. look, like, it looks, rats dude, it looks those scary, rats. man. They creep you out. Oh, yeah, because it looks so <laughs> real on screen. So it's like, oh, I love yeah. stuff like like that. You know, any kind of like horror stuff or things that'll creep me out. I'm I'm all about playing those games. Um. So other than that, today we also have Rage Two. Today, um, I'm, today I'm, I'm, I'm so full of rage. Oh, so much rage. <laughs> I'm um, so angry. It took this long. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, man, uh, that's, so, that's it's, actually one of those games that uh that always looked fun in the trailer um i know it's uh it's been kind of a crazy kind of uh launch release date for them uh they've been in the news a lot and on social media and stuff like that but the game seems a lot of fun uh i've been playing it for i don't know about like maybe a couple of maybe two to three hours now mm-hmm. and uh it's really fun the gun the gunplay is probably the best part about the game like, it's really poppy you got some great sound effects in there when you you know get a headshot and stuff like that so when yeah I'm- when i was watching like trailers for this i got the mm-hmm. the feeling that it was kind of like arcade shooter fun yep. kind of like the new doom is right um does it so, feel kind of like that it, it, it's yeah it's it's a lot like doom it's also a lot like bullet storm if you ever played that um it has like a, it has it has some abilities where you can like float enemies in the air and still shoot them and you can rank up your um overdrive i think it's called and uh get some like more powerful shots in you know you can take down bosses in a matter of hits just by getting this overdrive and they have some other abilities where you can you know go to town on some enemies and um and yeah it's uh it's a pretty uh crazy title so far it's got some great uh uh vehicle vehicular combat as as well you can kind of like uh mad max it in the desert too which uh, is pretty awesome. fun yeah it's pretty fun so far uh so i, I have one more question about race yes. two, which is how much john goodman is in it this time around <laughs> i haven't heard any john goodman yet no john uh, goodman no not that i'm right, gonna two two points off my personal review <laughs> score then the sequel that we never thought would come yeah True, because no. nobody nobody really needed it but no the game looks fun i hear the gameplay loop is really good but it's like mm-hmm. everything you do like you just move on it's not super um it's it's forgettable a lot of people are saying like but mm. the gameplay and the time playing it they had a good time so yeah it just it just sounds like the combat is the best part but that also matters the That's most probably, sometimes yeah, probably because matters, gameplay yeah. always matters so it matters the most i think especially in this context it's a, the game is really fun and you know it's it's really fast and fluid and i think i think people will like it if they tr- give it a chance I'll, I'll play it at some point but i do kind of wish it wasn't super open world mm-hmm. but um 
you know, yeah, it's not pretty, every it's, not every game needs to be, you know. Yeah, it's pretty spread out. That's for sure. But it, it, I mean, there's there's a lot of uh, open world in this, but I think it's actually a lot less um, than uh, probably the original Rage. Uh, there's a lot more like maybe things to see and do, whereas it was kind of a. Uh, from what I remember playing Rage, I don't remember much, but from what I remember, it was more kind of barren. Rage wasn't super open, though. That <clears throat> is, they, it really wasn't. This game looks a lot more open than the other mm-hmm. game was. It, it, it was, yeah. You know what I really remember about the first Rage was uh, how interesting the enemy AI was. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the, sort of the first enemies you encounter would, like, dodge my attacks in ways i hadn't seen before mm-hmm. uh and they had tactics that i just never ever saw in a game before that mm-hmm. um that's what really stands out to me when i think about the first game the game just i remember it looking awesome on 360 you know 60 frames on 360 using what was they what were they calling it like mega textures back then yes but, um, yeah yeah, no, I I mean, it, it, I like all shooters for the most part, so it was fun. But no, this game looks this game looks over the top and it looks awesome. Cool. So uh, another thing that we're, we've got to look forward to is the full launch of Dauntless, Dauntless. on PC and is, is that is that like the title screen and does it have a voice? No, like that? no, <laughs> that would be great. These were uh-huh. me, like Resident Evil. I just got to I just got to repeat, you know, names of games when you say it because it's right. fun. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. That's what we do here. <laughs> but dude, that's no, the Dauntless, podcast. I'm pretty I'm pretty excited for the future of Dauntless because they really are aspiring to have full cross platform. They are launching on uh, they, they had their own dedicated launcher, but now they're moving to Epic Game Store. And it's going to be cross-play between PC and Xbox to begin with. And they are working on getting Sony in there now. Because, um, I mean, the biggest the biggest wall between cross-play cross is really, like, things you can buy. You know, like, right. who's going to get the revenue? Mm-hmm. Where can you spend it? Yada, yada, yada. So, but I, I think if anybody has the best chance to get this going more i think it's the epic game store honestly because for mm-hmm. they got fortnite working um rocket league's working and now rocket league is going to epic game store so it's i think gonna be even better mm-hmm. and it's just i think I, I i like that's why i'm really excited about epic game store i still think that borderlands has an ace in the hole that we might see like the first true triple a like cross cross play game which would be insane but dauntless looks awesome man it's monster hunter it's more cartoony it's more focused on one monster every fight and it's also going to be you can log into your account across every platform which, oh that's cool which oh, that's is cool. fucking awesome so that's why i i'm planning to actually play this especially if they get it on ps4 crossplay, just because i think any game that does that and pulls it off deserves deserves the support you know Right. Is this a potential candidate for like a switch port? You think? In oh, the, that's uh, it's already coming. They they, oh, they announced it, the so way. they're getting they're getting PS4 and the Xbox versions out first, and then they're going to focus on the Switch version. And then they even talked about mobile, so it'll be interesting. Oh, that's, that's fantastic! You know, yeah. if I could drop in, play on the PC for a bit, pick it up on the Switch, and you know, just continue where I left off. That's great. Yeah. Twitch to the TV, play it on the Xbox, play on the PS4. Yeah. Like that's it's awesome. Whatever so, you need. Yeah, I bet inviting people is a lot easier than inviting people on in Monster Hunter because 
<laughs> like that the 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 group up system in Monster Hunter is still pretty archaic. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that. I, I haven't Being played it in a super long time, but I, I do remember it being a little weird, a little odd. You had to join a lobby, and then you had to join the game. Like you couldn't be in a group and just launch together and stuff. And that's kind yeah. of funny because Monster Hunter World had so many other things that were sort of revamped to make it more approachable. Yeah. So to have this one like archaic thing <laughs> still around, it's so funny because it is the most accessible Monster Hunter, but it's still there's still a learning curve just to play the game. So yeah, yeah. it's a fun game. So, though. I remember playing the demo, but I didn't get to really play much of the full game. But I remember I know. Just playing that. Uh, just it was really fun. And it was really fun to like learn how to perform monsters, uh, interact with the world, and stuff like that. Really Remember, good. I bought that game for you early because you you're like you're like, oh, I, I can't get it right now. I was like, okay, I just bought it. Just just pay me. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, yeah, and I did. And but um, yeah, I, I'm definitely. It's definitely a game I definitely want to get back to. So it's I'll get there. Bass Bass definitely didn't appreciate that when I did the same thing, but with a car for him. <laughs> so hey, but you're welcome that? for the charger buddy <laughs> what was that i don't remember i'm that. kidding you, bu- you bought <laughs> him, you bought him a charger <laughs> we're just uh, good pals we're just good pals. Yeah. Yeah. he's gonna pay yeah. me back it's fine uh, i'm sure but the only game that bass the only game that bass plays more than like five hours of is final fantasy 14 mm, so yeah, it's like he plays true. every game with us and then he just disappears he just dips. I, <laughs> I, I, gotta go level, I gotta go level up my uh one of my characters because i gotta get ready for shadow bringers blah 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 bye i'm out of here that's cool <laughs> so, so actually that's a perfect segue into our next topic which oh is oh boy the Final Fantasy VII remake trailer oh that boy. we got. What's a Final Fantasy? To play. It, well, it, well, a Final Fantasy is, is something that never ends. <laughs> yeah, it's surprisingly not final. <laughs> <laughs> and thank God, because I love that series so much. So. Yeah, yeah. And, and especially okay. Seven is one of the, like... Uh, it's one of the first Final Fantasies I think I've ever played. Um, hmm. My cousin had a demo disc, which had both Final Fantasy VII and Final demo Fantasy disc Tactics. Shout out. Demo yeah. disc, <laughs> If you guys remember demo discs. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Beginning with the magazines, man. This is the shit. Right. Metal yep. Gear Solid demo. Oh, I mean, I, I feel like so my, my little brother, I would need to explain that concept. Yes. Speaking of Metal yeah. Gear, that's how I got into Metal Gear is that damn demo yeah. disc. So, so I played, you know, Final Fantasy VII on the demo, and it was the first time I was hooked, you know, by mm. by one of these RPGs. So yeah. it was one of my very first uh, PlayStation games, one of my first RPGs. So this is very like, this is, a, this is an emotional thing to me. This is uh, <clears throat> something I'm very interested in. Right. Yeah, um, for for me, it, it was um, it actually was my third Final Fantasy game. I think I started with ten, like for real. I actually I bought I, I rented eight for the first time. Mm-hmm. That was my first, very first, and I didn't, I didn't, I, I, this is my first time playing a Final Fantasy game, so I had no idea what the hell I was doing, especially 8, because you know how 8 is. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the, 8 actually, um, that's another thing I got the demo disc for. I, yeah. I specifically bought uh, Brave Fencer Musashi, because it came with the Final <laughs> Fantasy 8 yeah, demo disc. Yeah. yeah. But um, if you know Final Fantasy, you have the the junction system, and that was pretty hard. So I moved yeah. on to Final Fantasy X, and uh, that, that was the first game I truly beat. And then I moved on to nine, and that was like 
that blew my mind because I was just like, yeah. it's such a great story. Yeah. Nine is so good. I love nine. I love the art style. I love the gameplay. I love everything about it. Even though it's a little bit slower than all Final Fantasy games, I still thought it was one of the fa- my favorite games. So yeah. I have a funny story on mm-hmm. how the first time we, my brother and I, because we lived together and it was a PS1 and I was like 10, 12, I don't know. But um, the way I found out about Metal Gear Solid was at Target, mm-hmm. they had a VHS with game trailers on it mm-hmm. and they had them to give out. So we watched that at home and it had a Metal Gear Solid trailer on it oh, and wow. we wanted it so bad. So <laughs> our grandma asked us what we wanted for Christmas and Metal Gear Solid was on the list and apparently she bought it for us. And then my dad looked at it and saw that there was uh, suggestive themes and oh, uh, nudity no. or whatever on the back. So she he made her take it back and then she got us final fantasy 7 instead wow and final <laughs> fantasy 7 i probably the first time i played it i didn't know what i was doing i had never <laughs> really played an rpg before so it was i probably spent maybe 30 or 40 hours on disc one by itself and never made it to disc two <laughs> but like you it was um i can't remember final fantasy 9 that i played right when it came out but i definitely like final fantasy 10 got me into it the most mm-hmm. and then i went back and i played seven later i had right. this like old fucking tv mm-hmm. in my bedroom and i just played um that i had uh i had we had ps2 at the time but i was just playing the ps1 upstairs and just playing final fantasy 7 just in my bed yeah. and like i beat that and then i think i went to nine beat that but yeah, seven man, seven's got one of the best stories I think ever told yeah. in a video so, game. So I, about your story, I guess like the suggestive themes in Final <laughs> Fantasy VII slipped under the radar <laughs> because <laughs> there's a whole like I forget what it's called like the Busy Bee Hotel or something like yeah, that. Yeah. There's a whole isn't, weird. Isn't scene. Final Fantasy though? Wasn't that rated teen though? Versus Metal Gear yeah. Solid being mature. Yeah, Metal yeah. Gear Solid. Yeah, I think mature. that's for sure. That 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 was the biggest the biggest block there. Yeah, you're not like snapping anyone's neck in right. in Final yeah, Fantasy VII. It's not quite the same, but I mean, someone yeah, there is some weird stuff in there someone does get stabbed pretty badly yes yeah no spoilers best no spoilers i'm not gonna say it was because god forbid it's been 20 years yeah right (laughs) still too Uh, early don't spoil the remake for all the the (laughs) kids we're looking forward to i can't i can't spoil Uh, it anymore i mean they're they're not even gonna get spoiled in the first game so it sounds like um that uh that the the first part of the remake will just be midgar so so that's, that's actually yeah like they're they're very focused on on midgar and um i was wondering is it confirmed that they no, are going to be episodic confirmed. it is yeah, it was just kind of oh, it is oh yes yeah. it is confirmed yes, yes. okay so there's so, going to be like a part one and part two um i'm not sure if there's any any more if they're doing part three but it's definitely going to be parted out Mm-hmm. So that's interesting because they they keep dropping these trailers and they don't say like part one or part two or anything like that at nope. all. Right. Just keep saying remake. Um, I saw like on I still cruise through like the reset era forums and stuff, but um, mm-hmm. there's not they they somebody had confirmation that like it was still episodic. So well, yeah, um, they they after that trailer dropped, they actually reconfirmed that it was episodic. Yeah. So mm. yeah. Um. So there was a lot. 
in that trailer, even though it was just a small little slice of what we're going to see in June. But um, obviously, turn-based is gone. I know a lot of people are uh, you know, kind of sad that's gone. I know. <laughs> this, this is where the debate will come in, I'm sure. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> I don't think I can groan enough to like make, make um, my point. I'm I'm happy about it because honestly, I, I can't do turn based anymore. Like it's not that I don't like it; it's just that I'm fucking 31 years old and I have a three year old, <laughs> and I can't spend 40 hours or 50 hours doing that versus <laughs> versus you know like just playing something that has instant gratification and which I know some people get instant gratification from that, but still, it's just ugh. so I, I guess um like there's a couple things that i'd say to that one is that um making it not turn-based it, it's just completely different like you get right. different things out of an right. action-oriented game than you get out of a a turn-based uh game like well what i what i really like about the old turn-based system is i'm thinking about the strategy of my whole party and see, using that, that, that's coordinated attacks uh and strategies that, that way and that, you can still do that though that's right, the thing yeah yeah but it doesn't it, seem like you can if if you have ai powering most of your so party no here time. this is so this is a scoop so the game looks like it's going to be more like dragon age in its type of combat instead of being a straight-up action rpg um you can tell in the trailers that you know they're targeted onto an enemy there's a couple of combat videos on youtube where they're looking at it and you know they're like you could see that the the attack button's being hit multiple times so mm-hmm. kind of like the final fantasy 12 uh dragon age type way to play it it looks yeah. like you it looks like you control other characters because it does show other characters in the main spot on the camera yeah. right. so it's it not has just the, like switching controls in the ui yeah. yeah. So, and, you know, I mean, who knows what else they're going to be doing, but it's not it's not a straight up action RPG. It's not Kingdom Hearts. It's it's still we don't we don't know enough. Right. I think we'll, yeah, we'll learn more. We'll learn more in June, obviously. It's so, way too early to really tell where that battle system. You know, I mean, we can see it's more action oriented. Very. That's very yeah. true. But that doesn't mean there's not going to be strategy. There could be other ways that they can implement strategies, like maybe flank from the from behind to do more damage um have the you know like elemental attacks uh, uh yeah. power versus weak they can still do all that stuff it's not like it's you know it's gonna affect your strategy all that much but at the same time i know a lot of people who feel that having the turn-based system will kind of you know it's not the kind of like the the flavor that final fantasy 7 or final fantasy games yeah and, and i think that's part of the Part of the other um, hesitation that I have to accept mm-hmm. it is that um, I haven't liked the past several mainline Final Fantasy games, mm-hmm. and they've been moving in this direction. Right. So I don't like the idea that they're just going to remake one of the good old games in mm-hmm. the not good new game formula. Well, let me tell you, when I played Final <laughs> Fantasy Thirteen. I hated it because even though it was turn-based, I thought it was it was super boring, and a lot of the enemies were pretty much the same. 
Oh yeah. Like, there's no real strategy in Final Fantasy 13 period. You just you just yeah, like the closest thing is do. paradigm shift. You just right. have a paradigm yep. shift at the right time mm-hmm. and then the rest of it is auto battle. Right. Yeah. I just remember the Mega 64 of uh, the Final Fantasy 13. <laughs> do you guys remember that? They're mm-hmm. like they're 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 like God's oh, our lord and savior Final <laughs> Fantasy 13. It's <laughs> finally coming out. It's only been this fucking long blah blah blah. Right. Dude, you, you, you guys I'll, I'll I'll share the link to that one but that's like yeah. one of the best mega 64s i think i've ever seen i i guess um like the other thing that like always rubs me the wrong way is this idea that atb is outdated and old school and like just doesn't work anymore i just don't think that's right oh, i don't i don't think that I, I don't think so either yeah I, I fired up um, Final Fantasy X-2 when, when I got the Switch wow, port. Here we go. Now we're talking about good ATVs right here. Yeah. Final Fantasy X-2 is really good, and it's, it's not slow. Prob- probably one of the most underrated, most, probably the best ATB systems that it's Final very Fantasy good. ever had. And I, it's kind of sh- it's kind of shitty that people kind of drag on it because of the you know the dress spheres thing, and it's a little bit more you know uh, woman centric. But I honestly I never felt that way other than you know changing into a dress sphere with while playing Final Fantasy X too because it was just I, I don't know I was I was into that story I was into you know how 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 are they gonna get Titus back and stuff like that so I, I don't I don't think it's fair to really dog on ATB but I I don't think that. ATB is the end all be all to a Final Fantasy game. So sure, yeah, and and I'll I'll put out there that I'm still open minded. Mm-hmm. Something could come or, along and change my mind, right. but and we, and my previous there, experience, my recent experience with Final Fantasy, has made me very nervous. Right, and and from what I'm hearing, you know, June's going to be a you know they're going to blow the house down with Final Fantasy VII, so we'll definitely yeah. see more of it. Yeah, well, clearly a lot's writing on this remake parish. So yeah. I yes. think uh, just keep an open mind. Absolutely. I mean, everybody should. Everybody yeah. should. You know yeah. what? You I can agree. just do it. Actually, feel the any way L- that you listen, want to. It doesn't listen matter. You, listen, you listening to this podcast. You're going <laughs> to you're gonna, you're gonna watch those trailers and you're going to like it. And you're still going to buy it. I can guarantee it. That's oh, true. I, I am not. You cannot guarantee that I'm going to buy it. Well, maybe not you, but I can see yeah. I can see other people out there. Because specifically, <laughs> I remember Final Fantasy thirteen, Final Fantasy fifteen, both got pretty good reviews. Mm-hmm. I don't like either of them very much at all. So I, I I am gonna expect that whatever this is gonna be, it's gonna get good reviews, and I'm gonna have to just rent it before I buy it to we'll find have out. To see. We'll have to um, see. But you know, something I do want to talk about is is some of the stuff that I noticed in the the new trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, between that and the the last trailer that they released, sure. uh, and some of the things that I really do like about the trailer, like um, I noticed the new trailer has a lot more facial animations oh, yeah. um, than the old trailer did. People were were much more stiff. It looks fantastic. It really Just, does. It does. Yeah, all of the visuals in that are great. And I think Air- in the new one, you you actually have Eris and her yeah. hair, uh, you know, looks beautifully simulated. I think I think she was kind of the standout because she just looked breathtaking in, in that trailer. Absolutely. Breathtaking. Breathtaking. Yeah. Like she, no, she really did look great. Yeah. Right. Um, I think everything looked pretty breathtaking in that trailer. Right. So hmm. for sure. Can, can we talk about that lighting though? Like for lighting real. looked great. Yeah. I mean, I, it's some of the best lighting I think I've seen in the game in a long time. I yeah. Think. Yeah, the, just the way that, like, uh, you know, I, I think there's a part where the reactor is, like, on fire and it's reflecting mm. all over the place. Like, right. 
Uh, it's like got just style, the sparks. Man. Yeah, it does. Just like the sparks from like Cloud Sword hitting like the metal enemies yeah. look so so good. And and, and uh, I guess we should kind of expect this because like Final Fantasy 15, you know, whatever else I'll, I'll say, mm-hmm. it looks fantastic. It, it oh, looks yeah. great. Square has been stepping up their technology like in a big way. Well, it's funny because I'm pretty sure that Seven's on Unreal Engine Four. It is. There so, you go. That's, you that's know, like they were, they were always kind of doing their own engine, and yeah, um, this engine, yeah. so this is, you know, Kingdom Hearts was Unreal Engine four, and uh, that looked great. Looked and good. you know, so they had they had some uh, experience doing that, and some other people already working on seven. So, yeah, it just goes. It, it's crazy because we just don't have to wait twenty two years for the game to come out. We only have to wait <laughs> seventeen years for the game right. to come out. So. <laughs> Um, so another thing I noticed was that the the UI changed for all the, the battle scenes. Yes, mm-hmm. um, it was gorgeous. Yeah, the old one like looked pretty placeholder-y by mm-hmm. comparison now. Um, and That's another, what you another, get, right? You release hmm? it, and then you then you get feedback, and you change it off feedback, yep, right? Right. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. yep. I'm sure they were just like still iterating. I, oh, I sure. I read somewhere that uh, one of the devs, you know kind of thought it was way too soon to share that original trailer but i'm sure it was still yeah, definitely it was because apparently right, i believe it was um the game was being uh outsourced it was an, an external studio mm-hmm. versus that internal so i think at one point it sounded like they uh they brought it back internally so they're they're you know so i think a lot of things changed i think from the original from and, the original vision and imagine like like and, and that's that is you know kind of short of time imagine what they've done with it already i mean it right. looks it looks like i mean you could tell you could tell like back in the first trailer it, it was much slower had an abysmal almost to a point uh fps even in that trailer i know we're talking really early in the game here but even in this trailer the the fps of the game looked fantastic it looks yeah. fluid it looks solid it, mm-hmm. you know it play it looks like it plays like fantastic like a you know a, a release game already so i think that's always a a good start yeah i'm, I'm really uh, i i hope we're wowed in in june like just wow. com- just like completely blown away like getting they, a they took sony spot so i think they're a little uh i think they're a little bit proud of what they have there i think yeah well, they got that, and then you know, I, um, the Avengers title is oh, coming man, too. Hope, so I hope they yeah. they show something on that. That'd be it, it sounds like that's going to happen. So I think no. that uh, Square, uh, I don't know what else Square has, you know. So mm-hmm. at least right now, they just released Just Cause and and and, and, uh, and let me just say because I know, and I know I, I just want to say this because I know Josh will be very happy if I say this. I hope it's a Chrono Trigger remake just for him. <laughs> <laughs> i mean he's only been bitching about it for like the last six years yeah. Yeah. if someone if someone makes a chrono trigger remake and then they take that off F- F- atb2 that'll really oh, piss everyone off yeah <laughs> no, i don't know it's don't wednesday know. it's wednesday morning and josh is just like you know what i really wish they would make remake chrono trigger <laughs> <laughs> literally he would say that to us all the time and it's just funny because because i actually wanted to i want to see like an either something new or just hell even a remaster of chrono cross or chrono trigger any any, yeah. any way i can get it i don't i don't care what it is but i'd be happy um, with a switch port yeah, i'd just be happy not having to change discs and then also getting your disc scratched <laughs> in the spot where it loads to the second disc so you ha- you can't play it anymore well now yeah. with, with, with these episodes now you can just go to the menu and switch the episode that's true 
So um, I am curious another thing works. about that trailer that I thought was interesting is the way that uh, he was kind of precariously like shimmying on a pipe and it looked mm-hmm. almost like there's going to be some kind of element of platforming or yep. or just a little bit more interesting mechanics around exploration uh, in this version, which I think is, is kind of cool. I'm, I'm all for that um in this new version of the game i think i think it should just be the same way it used to be because that's the only way it's going to be good am i right yes <laughs> you are You're right you convinced me <laughs> hashtag perish <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just think you know like for me like the gold standard of getting these remakes right has been done by capcom with the resident evil series yeah oh yeah where they've um in the most recent version, RE2, they got rid of fixed camera angles. Uh, they did more of a style similar Take to RE, RE4, but they were pretty true to the original games. You know, mm-hmm. RE4 was more of an action oriented, RE5 is very action oriented, and it's very different from mm-hmm. RE2, RE1. Um, they took sort of the best of RE7, uh, the RE1 remake, and they managed yeah, to make it so all good. work. And I really hope that Square is going to pull the same thing off. I'm just mm-hmm. nervous, <laughs> as I'm sure well, a lot of people I mean, are. I, 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 you have to remember, too, Final Fantasy VII is probably one of the most beloved games in right. on the yeah. planet. Which is highly like, regarded, you know. Which is another reason why I feel extra nervous about them like changing it. <laughs> that's no, that's I, I just understand. a recipe for pissing someone off. Paris is gonna um, be number, he's gonna be in the front of the line with the pitchforks, being like, "You <laughs> fucked it up. You I'll, fucking ruined my I'll life." I'll I'll rent it and play it before I say that it's ruined. But I spent two dollars at Redbox. <laughs> I want my fucking how, money back. How dare you? Have you guys, have you guys ever seen Better you. Better Off Dead? I want I my two dollars. Two dollars. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, so, so one last thing I noticed about the trailer that I thought was interesting is uh, the voice actor for Barrett is the same guy that did Jet in Cowboy Bebop. Really? And if you go watch the first trailer that they revealed four years ago, he sounds pretty much just like Jet. That's funny. But if you watch the new one, he's very like animated and different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting the way his character sort of changed between the two trailers. I have to go back and look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know, was, I know, cool. I know there's a lot of people that are actually kind of complaining about that because they, uh, they changed his voice and now he sounds like a kind of like, like a, a stereotype. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, his parent was always kind of like that. Wasn't he like in the original? I, I, I think I've also angry. read that some of that comes down to like the translation. Mm-hmm. And like oh, so yeah, some sure. of that was added in when they localized the game. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But didn't yeah. he say foo a lot? No. Yeah. Oh, did he? I don't know. He, I don't he know definitely cursed. I remember there's oh, a yeah. really weird piece yeah, of dialogue yeah. on the train in the beginning where he's just like, it's all because of the fucking pizza. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And the then later pizza. I realized uh, or somebody explained to me that the pizza <laughs> is Midgar. It's like Midgar, cut yeah. into slices like a pizza. Right. And that's, yeah, that's all the why, different sectors. That's why there's eight sectors, yeah. Yeah. And your, and your mind was blown. Yeah. Yeah. So finally, that's, that stupid line made sense. Finally, <laughs> it's Final Fantasy VII Remade. It's not uh, the Final Fantasy. It's not the first fantasy. But it definitely won't be the last fantasy. I, I hope they keep that pizza line, though. 
Now I want yeah. it to stay. Well, <laughs> I have a feeling it's not going to. <laughs> no. No, but I, I, you know, I see it. I, I it's I all because were, of the pizza. That's how it's going to be. Like. Yeah. I think there were some nods to the shitty dialogue from Resident, the first Resident Evil in the remake that they did on the GameCube. Like, I think Jill Sandwich or something like that made it in there <laughs> somewhere. So, like, uh, just just do it. It'll be fun. Um so I guess so, the next thing uh, we were going to talk about here is uh, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Ooh, yeah. baby. So Boy, I have to say up front, you know, I, I've never played any of the Ghost Recons at all. Have, have Shame. you guys played these? Shame. Shame. Oh, yeah. Shame. Oh, Shame. man. I've, I've played Shame. pretty much 85% of every Ghost, or 85% of the Ghost Recon games. My oh, favorite okay, one wow. was uh, Advanced War, Warfighter. I love the Advanced Warfighter. How, how many are there, there even, actually? There is a lot. A I um yeah. I mean there was like there was Ghost Recon on PC and Xbox and then on Xbox it got Island Thunder and then on PC it had a bunch of expansions mm-hmm. um but then Ghost Recon 2 came out to the Xbox um I think it was also on PS3 I can't remember if that actually came out to PC at all um Ghost Recon really, 2 Yeah I don't know if that actually did I feel like that was a later like an earlier title like maybe like early 2000s i thought ghost recon 2 was on the original xbox and oh, wow. okay. and ps2 and i think ps2's version was like really really sloppy but mm-hmm. so because xbox live was thriving and ghost recon right. did really well on xbox and so did island thunder so and that was the first step into third person um so it went from you know no gun and first person to having a gun no no not even no it just went from first person not having a gun to third person so mm-hmm. and then ghost recon advanced warfighter was on 360 and ps3 and then they also made a pc version that was first person it was a completely different game done by right. a different studio interesting and as far as i remember it didn't run that well so it was mm-hmm. kind of like the uh the unwanted um the unwanted spawn or something uh between the two and then advanced warfighter 2 was also 360 and i think they followed that closer on pc i'm not sure but no dude growl, growl one and two xbox live multiplayer man oh man i was game. all about that game was so so good we spent so much time we knew this truck driver he was always like hey guys you hear this and i'm like what what is it and then he starts shaking a glass on his bike he's like mixed drinks dudes (laughs) (laughs) that's Uh, funny yeah that does such good just good good multiplayer games and then then they did future soldier um which was on 360 as well which it changed it up it made it a bit faster and it was a little goofy to me and then um not sure if they did a pc version on that one and then wildlands wildlands when it first came out i was not excited for it all it didn't have pvp that mm-hmm. really upset me because yeah. I played every one of those games for multiplayer. And then the from the reveal to like when they showed the gameplay, I was like, ooh, this looks rough. And it was a little rough, but it's a very fun co-op game. And it's a beautiful open world. And it's beautiful. fun for the strategy that you can have. And then they released PvP about six months later. And it was the closest thing to SOCOM. And it worked really well. And then now we're at Breakpoint. 
And Breakpoint is kind of like the culmination of everything they've ever done in mm. their first fictitious uh, location. And, um, dude, I'm pumped for it, man. We got single player, PvP, co-op. They're, they're even doing raids. But it's not going to be really like Division cool. or anything like or Destiny. But yeah, so I I gotta say I like the sort of narrative trailer that I watched. Um, it, it gave me kind of like a Rambo vibe in the beginning, where you have like the bearded man in the forest, like taking people out and not <laughs> hiding under a tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just pick your beard, but that's it. You you have to have a beard. <laughs> um, and you then I thought it was interesting. At the end, they have uh, like John Bernthal in the game. So you, yep. you have the, the Punisher guy and Shane from The Walking Dead. He is the uh, he's the main he's the main villain. So he yeah. is a he's a ghost gone rogue and he's fighting for what he believes in. But they also the uh, Wildlands had a um, DLC that included him in. So they kind of like introduced him in the last update of that and then had the reveal shortly after. So it's pretty cool that they played that in together. So he's gone rogue, but he seems to have like all the good technology or something on his side. He seems to be very well equipped. People who just know people know how to get things, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But no, the game, the, I, I think it looks awesome. I know Bass was watching it with me at the same time. And like he's going prone, he's he's crawling and he's on top of some mud. And then you're able to hit a button that puts mud over you. So you're trying to hide, you know, you got this camouflage going on. And, and now this is at, at this time, I was like, you know, this is very much like Metal Gear Solid 3. Huh. They had a lot of like camouflage, camouflage snake elements. Eater, I, snake eater. <laughs> so and, it uh, does have some of those even gameplay elements, right? Because yep, Snake yep. Eater, I think you had to, you had to eat, and specifically one of yep. the things you could eat was snakes. Right. Um, so I don't know if you can eat snakes in this one, but do you I'm have not to sure eat about eating. I know that you have to, you have to drink because it, okay. it's a little bit more survival because you're cut off from you're cut off like you don't have the support that you're used to as right. one of these modern soldiers in ghost recon so it's kind of you against everybody at this well, point i mean I, even i say that metal gear solid 3 isn't a stealth game it's more actually a survival co- covert game because mm-hmm. you have the healing elements you have the eating elements you have the camo you have even injuries they even had injuries for a snake so i mean it's it's very much they're taking a lot of cues from you know the Metal Gear solid three universe and putting them here and i think it's it's really awesome and i can't really wait to play it it, it definitely just, does seem like it's leaning hard into the survivalist type uh, yeah. me- mechanics um but is this this is like an online game well it's so it's single player it's co-op the the gameplay demo that they showed that's from four different perspectives that are just Mm -hmm. edited together really well and Mm -hmm. um so it's co-op and then there's also pvp Mm -hmm. and then there's the raids okay so the raids um the raids are it's kind of new for that it's gonna i don't don't remember if it's four player eight player raids or whatever but it's not like i'm at uh like a destiny type raid at all um it's still it's almost like like, a pv uh multiplayer type game mode by the sound of it yeah but i so i mean it'll be interesting when we see it because they're still like this is ghost recon one shot in the head means you're dead so um but they said like oh there's going to be enemies with armor and stuff like that so it'll be interesting if they just rely heavily on like weak points that you want to hit the weak points you need to be able to you know flank and 
uh, use like smoke and cover and stuff. So it'll be interesting to see the kind of different gameplay they do for raids. But uh, I know that because, yeah, the raids take place in a whole different area from the game. Um, and then it sounds like, you know, with the raids, they're also doing, you know, they're going to have post launch and they're going to have an expansion every four months after release. So if it has a new raid every four months or even more, it's a lot of content. So I'm pretty excited. It's a pretty big package and I think it's huge. It's coming out in five months and versus Wildlands, which was showing off a gameplay trailer and then came out like two or three years later. So I, it just feels like they're they're about to hit this shit home. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I thought it looked exciting to me. I never played at Ghost Recon and uh, I would I would give this a shot for sure. Um, I'm super pumped. Yeah, it'll really be one good. of the games I pre-order. Uh, so another thing we had this week was the uh, announcement of the Monster Hunter World Iceborne expansion. Uh, now, I know we kind of got into Monster Hunter World back when it came out. Have you guys uh, kept up with that at all? I have not touched the game mm -hmm. since I uh, played like 130 hours in the first two <laughs> months. So I just I got to a point where progression Mm -hmm. uh kind of stopped for me and it was all about just collecting the gear mm -hmm. and at that point it wasn't like i could get anything better it was just it was just you know min maxing type I, stuff yeah i just yeah so when it's just min maxing like i'm like okay i'd like something new um yeah so i'm like okay i know g rank comes out later and just kind of waited so this is this i'm excited for this but i'm not sure if it's going to be so easy to get back into you know yeah, yeah. I mean, it can also be a little tough to get started, even though it was like a super much more accessible Monster Hunter. Uh, I'm not sure that I ever really got my stride going um, just because the mechanics are something you really have to get ad adjusted to. I feel like I got to say I got used to it. I got really yeah. good at the game, dude. I used uh, I used a great axe mm -hmm. and I just remember fighting like Nergigante all the time and I just slide down a hill because you could slide and then like you you do it you know a button combo or then i'll jump in the air and then i'm swinging it like in a somersault fashion and just like knocking nergaganti in the head <laughs> and no it was great because i just i got i it was like second nature to me for a while so i was pretty proud i really got into monster hunter and that's why like at 130 hours i just kind of was burnt down like okay the just the progression is just not here anymore but yeah you know, i it's a hard game to master it really it, is it's, it really looks when you're watching someone who knows how to play monster hunter it looks super cool and super fun yeah and then like when i got started i felt like i was tripping over my toes all the time but but after a <laughs> while like i did figure out i think i was using the insect glaive for most of it nice. and i figured out yeah. like how to you know you gotta get all three colors and go super go super mode and then like wail on them yep. um but even then like it, it takes a little time to really master it and um, but, i, but I think that was also a strength of it too yeah because yeah. tough to master you just feel more accomplished than you know all the different classes they played all different enough that you had to relearn like how to play the game again every time you, you, you right. know, switch and it's very satisfying when you have that kind of hill to climb, but you do climb it. Mm -hmm. It feels great. No, so Iceborne, though, coming out, it sounds like it's one new area, but it's massive. Um, they're saying that it has as much uh, content as like the vanilla game, which will be interesting to see. Um, 
I don't know how many new monsters they're going to have and how high the ranks are going to go, but I think uh, I'm going to wait wait and see. I'd like to kind of switch over to PC, but that means i got to restart. I don't right. know if I want to do that, yeah. especially since, you know, you got to wait even longer on PC because they're they, they, they still are behind in the updates. They pushed it back. So. Well, it sounds like an awesome kind of update, though. You know, it sounds huge. Um, and it, it very is very much is like a different environment from the sound of it, because I remember just trudging around in like jungles and I think there's like a lava area. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I liked in the trailer how, you know, the guy was decked out in, in uh, like snow gear. I saw one of the monsters like swimming underneath a frozen lake and popping up through the ice and stuff like that. Atmosphere in that game is fantastic. Yeah. And, and yeah. the animations like Capcom has been really, really good with animations. So it all looks it all looks awesome. I, I just want to know, like, how how truly big this location is going to be and how much they're going to reuse other locations. Yeah. So, because like I want to know what like because when there's when they're claiming that there's as much content as the almost as as vanilla, like mm-hmm. that's a lot to fill with one location. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna wait and see to see some things. But um, I mean, Monster Hunter World was definitely worth it, worth uh worth the play. All right. So that's some of the stuff that uh, came out of state of play. Um, how about some of the other things that came out of state of play? Uh, I know one of the things we saw was a medieval trailer. Have you guys, did you guys play that back in the day? I, I never, never did actually. Yeah, me neither. I actually did play medieval and I really liked it back then. It was, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like a adventure game. There was a lot of adventure games. I remember back then where you just like run around collecting things. And I think it was kind of like that. I've played it in a long time, but um, it seems to be getting the like crash bandicoot treatment. Yeah, where it looks, like it looks solid. Game. It looks yeah. solid. Um, so it was always one of those games that I wanted to play. It's just I never did. And back yeah. then, it's like I didn't have the disposable income to go buy games all the time. Yeah. And it was like, okay, you get to pick one game out of, uh, you know, five. And right. that's it. So, yep. Or if you're lucky, like you get a blockbuster trip every now and then. That yeah, kind of thing. true that. Yep. Um, so another one I saw a trailer for was Away, where you seem to play a flying squirrel or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this this game took all the special, but I think it looks fantastic. Yeah, it, it actually looks, really, looks really interesting. And I wasn't clear on uh, if it's an online game or or what, or if you're always the squirrel or I don't know. But I, I, I it got me thinking like it would be really interesting if there was a game where you can assume some you know some animal in the food chain and then mm. maybe other people are playing other animals in the food chain i don't That'd know if crazy. it's that game but i don't think it is yeah I, well i have yeah, no I idea i really so have no either. idea i think but it's it, it could, more of a platformer to be honest it could be it could be death stranding for all we know because we still don't know anything <laughs> about that game you know what i'm saying it could be yeah anything. that squirrel was played by norman Reedus. Yep. yes yep. Yep. yes uh so another thing we saw a quick teaser for predator dun, 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 dun. Get to the job. So this is going to be an asymmetric multiplayer shooter. So I think like Evolve, Dead by Daylight, stuff like that. This is actually made by the devs that did Friday the 13th. 
Ah, okay. So that's so, right up their alley, right in their wheelhouse. Yeah. And I know yeah. some people are upset because Final or Friday the 13th no longer gets updates, but that was all licensing issues that yeah. they weren't yeah. able to work out. So, and um, yeah, no, I Evolve, Dead by Daylight. Um, I, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty excited to see what the what the game is actually going to be because that was all just a rendered trailer. Right? Yeah. And um, one thing that is worrisome though is that it was done by the Friday the Thirteenth team, and that had a, a few issues when it launched. <laughs> um, and I think that's putting that a little mildly. Um, it, it seems like they, you know, were trying to, you know, provide as much updates that they could and try to smooth the game out, but I don't think it really worked out for them. Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, I think they 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 ironed out most issues. Did they? Yeah, because I know it was a pretty competent game by the end of it. I had a few like, friends that really got into it. I remember I really wanted to get it, and when I saw the you know the early access, it was like, oh, I guess I'm gonna wait for a while. Yeah, and then and, and then like each update, it seemed like it didn't really fix much, or well, people were still complaining about it. So I was like, I guess I'm gonna stay away from it. I think Did the uh, the biggest question though for Predator is do you have the ability or actually hold on let me start over do is is it going to be public chat only where they force you out of party chat which would be great because then as predator you could uh you could record their them talking mm-hmm. and then you could uh you know like you know turn around turn around you know mm, play the audio cool. cues and like freak people out like what the hell that'd, that'd be, be the, really that'd cool. be the that'd be the single greatest like gameplay thing for me because i just just troll people all the time <laughs> just try to run behind them and just re- just re- just play back their uh their recording <laughs> All right, so uh, another one we saw there was Riverbond, which seemed to be like a, a couch co-op uh, voxel. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, the one that looked up. like 3D dot heroes a little bit? I don't know 3D dot heroes. Yeah, I think I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like a dungeon definitely... crawl, kind of like a dungeon crawler, but like mm-hmm. cube and and yes, um, yeah, yeah, very okay. cubey. In fact, okay. like watching the trailer a little bit, I felt like my eyes hurt. It was something about voxels in that perspective that. <laughs> I don't know if it was it's probably going to look great when it comes out, but I bet it's a fun co- uh, couch co-op game, you know? Yeah, I, 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 I'm kind of into that. Like, I'm really glad that uh, the um, uh, the Zelda remake that's coming out later this year, um, you know, it goes it's going back to that style of dungeon crawler, mm-hmm. like 2D, 3D. Yeah. So, no, it, it looks fun. They have a lot of um, uh, different characters from different games, like from Guacamole, from enter the gungeon and stuff like that and they all play differently so it looks it, it looks like a fun game like i i might i might get that right away that the mm-hmm. zelda you mentioned that's uh link's awakening right yep. Link's the, awakening. Yep. yeah yep. that looks great that was i'm uh, super excited the old old game boy zelda yeah like, it, like, it looks like it's gonna be a major hit as you do with zelda it games, just but yeah. looks so awesome yeah. i just i i know we talk about this bass and i just i couldn't get into breath of the wild no, that's okay i couldn't and, get into but, uh but but we're getting but we're getting to back to like that 2d 3d dungeon crawler at, yeah. and i think it just ugh. i love those games too so bring yeah. it on. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm down for any zelda that comes up for sure for sure um uh, and what do you guys think of the Days of Play PS4 console? Looks yeah, cool. It looks cool, but yeah. Yeah. it's a yeah. it's a it's. I'm surprised they're doing base PS4 and not uh yeah and well, not a PS4 Pro. But it'll be interesting if the Pro ever really truly drops in price at this point. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. I I don't even know Maybe. like even if we get PS5 um 
how that's going to shake out. Right. Maybe if, we'll see it at E3. Oh, wait. If they're going <laughs> to... That's right. Sony's not in E3. Oh. But, no, it would that would be interesting because it's like, I know that they always want to make, you know, a cheaper console going into the next gen because people still buy it. So, like a slim PS4 is what, $199? Is it two? No, it's $299. So, $199. No. Like the Pro is still $399. It's been $339 or $399 since it, uh, since it released. And it's just never, it, there's deals on it every once in a while, but it truly has never had a price drop, which is kind of impressive because they still sell. Right. Yeah. Pro, well, maybe they think if you're buying the, uh, the best of the best one, like, you're, you're going to be willing to put that out for it. But makes sense. on the other hand, if it's been around that long, maybe by Black Friday, we'll see something. Yeah. Especially, I mean, if PS5 is right around the corner, that yeah. you'd think that they'd probably slash the price on that one. And then um, the last thing happened, State of Play, was Final Fantasy VII trailer, which, every, you know, it's like, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, we so, just discussed the death. We already <laughs> talked about that. We already but, talked yeah. about that. Yeah. We don't need to go on with that. Uh, so then moving on, we can talk about PlayStation 5. PS5. PS5. Get hype now, guys. Dude, I'm so excited. <laughs> this gen this gen needed a new CPU a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to CPUs make a huge difference. For, for desktop computing, like, are making some rapid strides right now. Yep. So Big it's about time. time that comes to consoles. Yeah. So let's uh, get into this uh, next-gen PlayStation specs that we already know. Mark Cerny uh, kind of just dropped the bombshell on all of us and just, you know, just dropped all these new specs and what they're going to be doing. We have the AMD's Ryzen with a 7 nanometer Sen 2 architecture, which is you know, going to be huge for And I think you said it's 8-core. Is that right? Yeah, I believe it was 8-core, yeah. Okay. I don't. I actually didn't find that in my notes. I'm not sure why I couldn't find that. I was looking for. Pretty it sure it's a core. I yeah, mean, Jaguar sure is a core. It's just that they're going to a, uh, a, a higher power a core now with the mm-hmm. new seven right. nanometer. So, and with it, you'll get the Radeon Navi family GPU, which will include support for real time ray tracing, which is gonna blow my mind on a console that we're getting it that soon after just kind of basically just announced over the last like year or so. I'm I'm very interested in to what extent it's going to have ray mm-hmm. tracing because a lot of the ray tracing demos are just like oh, a couple of things are reflective right you know shadows are a little nicer here and there so have you actually seen like ray tracing in person yet I haven't no ray tracing looks insane it yeah. really does I don't have it on my home computer mm-hmm. but like being at GDC and seeing ray mm-hmm. tracing demos like up close and personal like holy right. shit Right. It really looks insane. It really takes. It really can take it to the next level, but it comes at a. It comes at a cost right now. So right. yeah, and that's that's. It's going to be really interesting because nobody else has done it other than Nvidia with their Turing GPU. So I know Crytek had software base and it was pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. So what is what is AMD? What is what's going to happen here? You know, well definitely yeah. know sometime this summer because I know they're going to be announcing their latest uh, families of GPUs and uh, the at least at least that's, CPUs, anyway. that's coming up in the next within the next two weeks, man. Two Computex, weeks. Yeah. Computex yeah, is right. about to happen, and Lisa Sue's doing a uh, she's doing um, the keynote, and 
Uh, about to drop bombshells with those Ryzen 3000, the I'm, Zen 2. I'm so looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. Seven, se- seven nanometer, man. And not only, that, not only that, but the PS4, PS5 will continue to support physical media, which is, I'm sure, a lot of people going to make a lot of people happy there. Yeah. Um, uh, the SSD storage, which, which Sony had recently uh, plugged, is going to be near near to no loading times which is a little bit weird to say when we haven't really yeah. seen anything I know. Well, so it's, they, they, the demo. They, they, they did that they did that spider-man demo that, mm-hmm. well, I, okay but that's ps4 now we're talking about the, they showed happen. they showed both they showed both so both they showed how, how they showed they both sh- they showed well he did a demo on spider-man and loaded it and it's right. a 18 seconds to load. Well, and I mean, I'm talking about like games that will be specifically for PS. Oh, sure, but I mean, still, I, it's not like PS. It's not like Spider-Man's, you know, no cakewalk or anything oh, like sure. that. No, so no, I'm not saying that. It's 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 loading. You know, it's a hard drive versus solid state, mm-hmm. and this is this is even faster than your traditional SATA solid, solid states. Right. So people are people are wondering if it's going to be like PCI Express four. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, this is supposed to be faster than doing even M2 uh, SATAs. So that's there's some magic sauce in there, and I'm that actually has me more excited about anything with the next systems. Yeah, I, I, think a lot of, I, I think a lot of people are, are thinking that maybe it's going to be MB support, not and NVMe. Well, NVMe no, they're they're, yeah. they're they're thinking that it might be even faster than that. So that's what it's because it sounds like that you know it's well, the, be a, there would be a custom NVMe. Yeah, yeah, there's been there's been a lot of points you know made where I've read these that it says this is a very specific like custom solid state drive that's supposed to be very fast so i'm wondering Mm -hmm. you know it's probably some form of nvme but i wonder if they have like uh something similar to like intel's optane doing some caching or something like that Mm -hmm. um to accelerate it i think even a step further Mm -hmm. and with that it will actually bring in more uh resolutions going to 8k graphics resolutions so it will support you know the 8k is finally starting to creep out now so in the future we'll be seeing 8k games and that's going to be crazy well it sounded like the way it was certainly was kind of expressing um 8k was a lot of websites took this and just ran wild with it Mm -hmm. which i don't understand but it just sounds like that they're going to be able to produce 8k upscaling Right for games right. like we might see some actual AK games, you know, especially maybe some indie titles that right. are you know are are simpler to to you know produce on screen. But um, you know, it's not like we're gonna get an 8K uh, 60 FPS machine right. here. Right. So, right. Yeah, I was I was very skeptical about the, the 8K support. Just like we we haven't even nailed 4K support yet. Right. So. Right. I think if they get that down, then that's a big accomplishment. Yeah. Well, there was like some Gran Turismo demo uh, a few months ago where apparently it was an 8K demo. And people are wondering if that was like the first glimpse of actual PS5, which, Mm -hmm. you know, who knows? I'm not going to say it was. I'm not going to say it wasn't. It was more likely that it wasn't. But still, like they actually showed it at 8k and i feel like it just looks fucking incredible i feel like every time that sony wants to show something graphically it's always centered on Gran Turismo. well almost every <laughs> single time <laughs> they're always it's always attention to detail with those guys so speaking of setting benchmarks though 
this will actually have backwards compatibility with PlayStation 4 and PSVR. Hallelujah. That's awesome. Especially, dude, PS4 support was expected, PSVR support, which is awesome. So it makes it right. makes you know if you buy a headset right now and you're moving into the future with it, then you can just go right into it. Right. Um, I don't and think people will wait as long to buy the system. Yeah. Because they can part. because they can just play their same games right back on the PS5. So, mm-hmm. which is huge. And I think this is a big advantage of them sticking with what's what's basically some form of PC hardware, is that generation to generation the titles can just run on the new thing right right they don't have to bend over backwards to create emulation or streaming or anything like that Uh, what'll Mm -hmm. be interesting is the kind of support because i'm sure that you know the updating a game nowadays versus updating a game you know with ps2 and xbox and stuff like that back then where you can kind of continue support so, like, say a really popular PS4 game, if they don't do an official PS5 version, they can still update the game and say, right. oh, yeah, we can put in maybe in, in the um, in uh, in the updates that it's like, OK, you have a PS5. We support that system. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a dynamic scaler that's going to just adjust with the extra power of the new system. Right. So it's like, holy shit, you can get this game. That was on PS4 and re re revisit it on PS5 and it just looks even you know just yeah crazy. Like you you, you yeah, get the PS5 faster. patch right for the PS4 yeah. game yeah. exactly. So, but um, um, but you know I mean we were talking about all this stuff that could be you know amazing for it and you know we're 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 on the cups of a new generation in console gaming, but let's not get ahead of ourselves because it's not coming out before April 2020, which is right. I'm pretty <laughs> sure expected by most gamers out there. And more we're 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 gonna wait. We, you know, we're still enjoying the PS4. We still we still love the PS4 and and the current console generation. But I mean, you know, I think it's it's one of those things where. You know, we're we're thinking about it now. We're five years, five actually six years into the PS Four's life cycle, and it doesn't even seem like it. Honestly, it really doesn't. But um, it's been a long time. It has been a long time. Yeah, I'm just, ready for. I'm ready for it, man. Like I remember, me and Justin and I, we were getting so psyched for the PS4's release date. Like I, I, I remember like November 19th I believe it was. We were playing Killzone Shadowfall. Yep, we were and it's just it's like from there to now we're on the cusp of a new generation. We've we've seen so many great games like Spider-Man, The Last of Us, uh even though it came on PS3 but it did get ported. God of War. Uh, God of War. Yeah. Uh, Horizon, Red Dead Redemption. Well, actually, Red Dead, that was not Red just PS4, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's in the same generation, at least. It plays on it. It plays uh, on it. Yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn. There we go. Super Horizon Dude, Zero Dawn. And just those titles, saying them out loud right now, you know, Gorilla's making a Horizon 2, and that's going to oh, be PS5, so. most and, likely. And, and let's not forget about the future. I mean, we have Death Stranding, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yep. There are so many titles that are going to be coming out yeah. in the next year. Man, that's hope. why I really hope developers have a future, future thinking in their process of releasing these games, because mm-hmm. if they do not have to re release another PS5 version, Version and they can just make their PS4 version wow. work flawlessly uh, among among both systems and take advantage of the hardware. Well, it's going to be huge. A lot of those ports are done for money, so I, I think they'll <laughs> they'll do it because they want the money. Well, I mean, but but think about it though. You you spend money 
developing another version of the game or guess what you can still sell the ps4 version of the game mm-hmm. and still just keep selling that and mm-hmm. saying hey look at this forward support right. just buy it you know yeah. so then they don't have to they don't have to pay to make another version where they can just say okay you know we were able to update the uh update the game this way now mm-hmm. because of where, how far we've gotten with technology it might also just come down to like level of detail sometimes like mm-hmm. you you might you know have put out your ps4 version and it's got slightly lower res textures or it's got um yeah it's got you know less polygon detail it's got um you know worse anti-aliasing or something it's, like that it's the pc slider man they're yeah. just gonna slide it they're gonna slide it from <laughs> right. medium to high settings up to right. up to fucking ultra that's that's what i'm exactly. you know, that's the that's the kind of future i'm i'm, uh, I'm uh, imagining with it Right. So with, you know, with the release date in mind, uh, when do you think the PS5 will finally come to our hands? It'll be, I, it'll be, it'll be holiday. Wait, like this, this holiday the win- or? The, the winter holiday next year. Okay. No, 2020. I'll make a, be- I'll make a bold prediction and I'll say, uh, July, this July. <laughs> this not happening. They said it's not happening for 12 before. months. They're gonna come out. They're gonna come out to E3, even though they said they weren't, and it's gonna be under everybody's seat. They're gonna open them. <laughs> I, I definitely, I definitely wouldn't like if you would have said July 2020. I think no. you'd be actually kind of close because I think yeah. that a September, like a, a September release date would work well for them because mm-hmm. that leads into more holiday sales because there's going right. to be, there's going to be momentum from the release. And then as more units are produced into the first holiday, people are going to be like, Oh fuck, I want one of those. You know, you got to give people just a couple months to say like, Oh yeah, I really want that goes on a holiday list. And then, you know, bam. Well, you've so, talked me into it. July 2020. July 2020. <laughs> but I do think I do think that they will bring PSX back this year. And I think that'll be at the end of this year. And we're going to get the first glimpse of this. So that's my prediction. Right. So what about you, Bass? Prediction? Uh, I, I can't see them releasing it before summer. Oh, before. Uh, sorry. After summer uh, 2020. Uh, it's going to be probably holiday 2020 easily um yeah probably november uh they seem to like the november release date they've done it since uh, i guess ps3 they did it with ps3 they did it with they definitely did it with ps4 uh i think i'm just gonna go with the safe option and say uh yeah it's holiday november to december uh 2020 they're gonna release it on a wednesday night <laughs> yep <laughs> wow, we're getting very specific about our predictions very, like, or- uh, let, let's be let's be real november 15th 19th 2020 is the actual date. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. It's a Potatoes exclusive. Yeah. So take that shit to the bank. Yeah, to the (laughs) bank and just tell them that it's probably bullshit, but you want to cash it anyways. Right. Yeah. I'm just joking. Shit's so cash. And then just throw a a huge fit if they don't want to give you money. (laughs) So the last thing thing I think I want to touch on is... So Xbox is at the E3 this year. Xbox has talked about next Xbox. I think that we're going to see some next Xbox stuff at E3 this year. Oh, yeah. I think Microsoft is really trying to push to be the stronger of the platforms. They've had a leadership change with with um, with Spencer um, and uh 
I think that they're trying to put that hardware, that hardware focus first. And because they're, they're talking like, Oh yeah, we want high frame rate. We want everything. So I think the uh, disparity between the consoles, this next gen are, is going to be pretty, pretty small. So it'll be really interesting to see um, Microsoft with the studios that they bought and that are now making games just for them and how much it can uh how much that can all drive together so i think uh i think no matter what platform that you're going to be playing on next year that you're you're we're all going to be in for a treat it's going to be a fun year so with that uh i think we're closing out episode three of the potatoes broadcast uh thanks everybody for joining us today yeah thanks for listening to us Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.